Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. That's Phil Collins on RNIB Connect Radio with Take a Look at Me Now. You're listening to The Morning Mix. A very good morning to you if you've just joined us. I'm super excited because the gorgeous David Georgeson, he's back. How are you? I've just been lit syncing to Phil Collins there. Have <laughs> you? Do you know song. something? I, I do too. I do too. Because at first when I heard it, I thought, oh gosh, it's not a very upbeat Friday song, but I do That's love amazing. it. That's amazing. We play it all the time. I love that song so much. Oh, brilliant. Well, do you know, I knew that. I I kind of guessed that. So I played it especially Thank for you. you. No, because nobody admits <laughs> to liking Phil Collins, don't they? That's why. <laughs> no. Do you know something? Do you know the other Phil Collins song I love? You Can't Hurry Love. Which one? No, there's another, which is the other one I really love? Um, I've forgotten which one it is now. Oh, there is another one. I've, I've, Physical I've, I've, Touch? No, I've gone blank. Physical Touch? No, 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 no. no. Um, oh, I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it for next week. Oh, when right. to <laughs> Listen, how are you? Because you have had a mare of a week, haven't you? Yes, I'm so sorry, everyone, for not being here last week. Just as I was about to go on air, power went in my flat, and then my internet went down completely as well. It literally came back online. I had someone come in a couple of days ago to sort it all out, so find the back online and finally able to catch up with all the sort of gossip and find out. Because I, I know we all watch on TV and everything else, but I need to be able to see what's going on, like coming up forward as well and getting a bit of gossip from my contacts and all the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, we're all sorted now. We're all fine. We're all set to go again. Oh, thank you because the gods were so angry that they sent Storm Doris. That is what happens when when you can't come on this programme. I heard, I heard from a friend in uh, just outside Glasgow, I think near Motherwell, I think it was. Uh, is that close? I'm, I'm yes, yes, it's about maybe 20 minutes, half an hour down the motorway. There you go. Well, she said to me it was snowing in the morning, but absolutely fine in the afternoon. Do you know something? Honestly, the hype was incredible. I mean, the, it was actually quite sunny in, in the evening. So, uh, and it's it's quite a nice day today, isn't it, producer Vlad? Gorgeous. Yes, it's a gorgeous day today. Sunshine. It's lovely down here as well, actually, outside as well. It's really nice. Oh, I just love all. Although that scaffolding still outside my flat. Oh, <laughs> do you know something? If I were you, I'd get a Spider-Man costume on and just start climbing it. Seriously. For a laugh. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, listen, we've got tons to talk about with the soaps because uh, loads and loads have been happening this week. And uh, we'll start off with the Emmerdale. Now, um, obviously, we saw last night, it was an hour long special for us up here, certainly. Uh, and Debbie was going to do a runner to Prague uh, to get this. Uh, is proton therapy, isn't it, for uh, yeah. Sarah? But, um, you know, they managed to talk her out of it at the last minute because she had dodgy passports and all that kind of stuff and it was all a big mess uh but now is it faith is that the the mother the grandmother's yes. name she's away with sarah for this uh treatment i mean god help debbie i mean seriously i mean having to send off uh, little sarah with faith dingle of all people i mean she's barely been back in her life five minutes she's already caused so much trouble and now she's taking sarah off to prague with her for this treatment i actually think i i suspect that the the worries of the dingles are unfounded and that faith will come up trumps and she will look after um, Sarah very well. But I think there might be a bit of drama along the way because Kane's already decided that they need to take it in turns to fly out to Prague to be with Sarah, which is fair enough. Very expensive, of course, but fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, th- I think faith will actually prove everyone's expectations wrong. 
I think so too, actually. And I kind of got that impression last night. I just thought, no, I think this is for the best, actually. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how, when she comes back, the relationship develops with Kane, if she is coming back. But, um, you know, with, with Kane and uh, Chaz, because it'd be quite nice to get them reunited again. I know she's been a terrible what? mother, but... It will be it will be interesting because Chaz obviously is uh, Lucy Parr's true players is actually going off on maternity leave fairly soon as well, so she's pregnant at the moment, which is lovely. But yeah, so it's, it means Chaz is not going to be around for quite a while as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with uh, with Faith being around as well, because obviously there's a lot of mother daughter friction between Faith and Chaz as well. So yeah, I suspect Kane might come around a lot quicker than Chaz ever will. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's talk about. Aaron. Now, Aaron is in the clink. Um, oh. He's married, though. At least they managed to get married before they went in. But I'm kind of guessing he's going to have a bit of a hard time. Now, I've missed an episode somewhere along the way this week. I don't know how. Um, but uh, how long has he got? He's got a year. He's, he's going away for a year So uh, for the assault on Kazim. So, um, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting now seeing this because I'm, I have to admit now, I'm not a big fan of prison dramas in soaps i love prison assault book h and i love wentworth and i love all and obviously bad girls are all brilliant but i'm not a fan of like prison storylines in soap tend to be really really depressing and all the rest of it so i don't think aaron's gonna have a really good time of it behind bars at all he's already come up he's been in there five minutes and he's already come up against trouble for being a dingle and yeah i've got a horrible feeling that the fact that he's married to robert is going to be a big problem for him while he's in prison as well and I think that some of the other prisoners are going to use it against him and uh, yeah I think he's, we're going to end up seeing Aaron with injuries and all the rest of it and I just I really don't want to see it to be honest I just quite like Aaron and Robert to get five minutes peace before the next drama happens do you know, I feel exactly the same. And I think, you know, Aaron is, you know, for a dingle, he actually does have quite high moral standard. And, you know, I think he will fight his battle. I don't think he would be the type that would pretend that he's not gay. And I would really hate to see this kind of storyline develop into, you know, a, a gay bashing storyline. I, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of the, the kind of prison thing either in soaps. But uh, I just want to see Robert and, and Aaron, like you, have five minutes just to enjoy being married and, and have a bit of fun. Yeah, because it's all going to come crashing down sooner or later, isn't it? So, I mean, they may as well just have a five-minute break. But it's not going to happen, isn't it? Because Aaron's behind bars. So, you know, they, he's, I don't think there's any getting around it at all. He's, uh, I think we're going to be... They've said that um, he, Danny Miller, who plays Aaron, is not leaving Emmerdale anytime soon. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of, of, of Aaron behind bars. Well, hopefully he'll get out on good behaviour. I don't think there's going to be any good behaviour while he's in jail. <laughs> None at all. Oh, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But uh, listen, just one final thing um, from Emmerdale and uh, Gabby and uh, Liv. Now, what is all this about, you know, spraying Doug's fruit? And it's just a bit of a silly kind of storyline. But it's Liv in love with Gabby. I don't... I think I think Liv is 
I, I don't think she, I think that might be a bit obvious. I'm not entirely sure. It does look that way, doesn't it? But I think that Liv might actually be more of a, she, she's desperately trying to cling on to a family, of course, because obviously now Aaron is behind bars. Her mother is living in Ireland. And yeah, she, she I, I suspect she feels like she doesn't really have anyone there anymore apart from, and obviously Chaz is going to be going up at it sometime soon as well. And we don't, the, not the people in Emmerdale are aware of that, of course. But, uh, you know, it, I, I suspect Liv's going to be feeling quite lost. And I, yeah, I, I think that is what she's desperately trying to cling on to someone who is close to her and is loyal to her. And I suspect that's what it is. Absolutely. Okay, let's move down the cobbles now to Coronation Street. And uh, there's a couple of big things happening at the moment. We'll come on to Bethany in a minute because, oh, this is just a horrendous storyline. But uh, let's talk about Leanne. Now she had her baby in the lift. Yes, she's had the baby. She wants to call the baby Oliver. And uh, yeah, and then we saw last night as well how uh, uh, it's, uh, Michelle wanted to come and see uh, the, the baby as well. And Steve was just there, you know, absolutely mortified, didn't know what to do at all. And yeah, tonight it looks like, I don't think this is spoiling anything at all. It happened to happen sooner or later. There's going to be a little shindig, a little gathering uh, to welcome the baby in the bistro. And uh, Steve's there and guess who ends up holding the baby? of course so yeah it looks like steve's going to be confronting uh, quite a few emotions as he's holding little baby oliver tonight oh it's just it's a horrible horrible storyline actually because you know obviously we know these things can happen in real life but you know when it's all played out in front of you like this and it's two characters that you actually you know i mean i really like steve and michelle they've had so many problems uh over the years you know being together splitting out you know, the death of their baby, his depression, it's just been a horrendous time. And I think, you know, it's just really sad to see this happen, but it is Soapland. So um, I'm guessing that, the, you know, the secret isn't going to be kept for that much longer. No, it's not. It really is. They call these stories ticking time bombs, don't they? And this is definitely one of them because we're basically all waiting for the moment that Michelle realises what's been going on and the fact that everyone has basically been lying to her. I'm trying to work out how many people know about the secret. Now, obviously, Leanne does. Steve does. You'd be a bit worried if they didn't. Um, But then, of course, we've got uh, Nick Nose who's pretending he's he's the baby's father, but he obviously isn't. Um, uh, Liz Nose. So that's four people who all know the secret and Michelle hasn't got a clue. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's all very uh, uh, it's all very desperate, isn't it? Yeah, we do feel very, very sorry for Michelle. In this. But I also feel sorry for Leanne as well, because Leanne has never been ha- able to have children as ch- children at all. And, uh, and you know, and this was like almost a miracle baby for us all because she never expected she could ever get pregnant. So, you know, nobody's blaming. I hope they're not anywhere. Nobody's blaming Leanne for uh, wanting to keep baby Oliver and you know and she, she wants to be a mother and you know I really don't blame her for the decisions that she's made either you know the, the biggest person in the wrong here of course is Steve for trying to keep it all secret well yes I actually think the most dangerous person that knows is Peter Barlow well this is the thing now I've got a theory <laughs> I've had this theory ever since um uh, ever since Leanne got pregnant I I'm wondering if there's going to be a further twist in the tale there and it turns out that Peter might have more to do with the situation than at first seems. But that is just me. That is my me with my crystal ball. I've got no evidence to support that whatsoever. 
Oh my goodness. Honestly, you're such a tease, Mr. Jorgensen. Um, I don't know. No, no, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> it might not go down that road at all, you know, because there's lots of things I've predicted that never come true. But I suspect, I, I just think it's all very convenient with this, all, all the happy families with Tori and Peter and all the rest of it. And I think something's going to come along and smash it all to pieces. Mm, it does sound like it. Definitely. Um, listen, a really, really horrific storyline that's brewing at the moment is Bethany. Now, we've seen. Um, um, you know, it's Nathan, isn't it? The the chap that's kind of yeah. grooming her. Now, this this grooming story, obviously, it is something that happens in real life. And we know the soaps are great at highlighting that. But, oh, my goodness, you know, poor Bethany. She is just so under this guy's spell, isn't she? And she's now slept with him. Yeah, he's so evil, isn't he? You know, and he's really just, oh, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next to her. It's really, really worrying as well. And yeah, it's only going to get worse. And I noticed, actually, this is, this is a very, very strange thing. I noticed the other week um, when uh, Sinead, um, what's he called? Uh, Peter Bar, sorry, uh, Ken Barlow's son. I've forgotten his name. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Trippy Daniel. Uh, yeah, Daniel, uh, Trippy Daniel. Yeah, and 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 he was um, having that row with Chesney after he slept with uh, with Sinead. And I noticed Nathan looking at Daniel as almost as if he recognised him. So I'm wondering if there's some th- weird thing that's going to happen there. I don't know. There might be. Th- th- that might just be a coincidence, or it might it might be something a bit more significant. But yeah, it's all a bit strange. Oh my goodness, you're such a Hawkeye. Hawkeye David, that's what I'm going to call you from now on, definitely. I have to keep an eye on these things. I have <laughs> to keep do. an eye on these things, yes. You do. You know what to look out for. Listen, just very, very quickly with Corey. Daryl is dead. Or is oh, well. he? <laughs> <laughs> I hate rats. I can't stand them, so I don't care. <laughs> but this is what they always do, isn't it? This is what Paul Chesney had to go through as well when Schmeichel the Great Dane had to die as well. And and, and, and if Daryl really is dead, then it looks like they're going to force Craig to grow up and get a proper job and all the rest of it as well. So kill the pet and let the character move on. That seems to be the rule in Coronation Street. I, I'm wondering if Daryl really is dead, though. I think there might be a little, a little spring miracle for that rat. Yes, I'm kind of thinking so too, definitely. The only rat I ever liked was Roland Rat. So uh, anyway, <laughs> um, let's move on to EastEnders. Quickly. Now, <laughs> what do we start with with EastEnders? Now, obviously, it's been horrendous. Lee has gone, which is brilliant news for me because I'm not a fan. Uh, Whitney is devastated. Mick, everything is just going She doesn't seem that crazy. devastated anymore, actually. She seemed all right last night. She, it was Stacey and, 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 and Laurel, Lauren and... Uh, um, there, all the rest of them tried, came to help her to pack up the flat, and then uh, uh, she came outside to find uh, um, Jay had been trying to go through a bin to get a few bits and pieces to furnish their new flat, and got himself trapped in the bin. And she thought it was hilarious. So I think I think Whitney's going to move on very quickly with this. Now, obviously, she's going to move back into the Vic for a while, and uh, what what I'm slightly worried about here is 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 the thing that nobody 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 wants to happen, which is in an affair between Whitney and Mick. Nobody wants this to happen. I suspect that nobody watching at all would ever want to see this because we we need Mick and Linda as the core of this. And obviously Kelly Brightly plays Linda is off on maternity leave at the moment and she's not coming back for a while yet. And now, obviously, you may have seen in the papers as well that Danny Dyer is having a break as well. And all this stuff about meltdowns and all the rest of it is, I'm reliably informed, a lot of it is nonsense. So it's uh, he's off on a break at the moment and a very nice time. And and yeah, hopefully when he comes back, he'll have Linda in tow with him as well. So it, that'd be quite nice. But yeah, I really don't want to see Mick and Whitney together. 
No, definitely not. And I think, you know, having them in such close quarters, you know, it, it gives them too much time together, too much time alone. Definitely. I think I... what would be good, though, is seeing Whitney and Shirley running the Vic together, because I think they'd have a bit of friction there, especially now that Babe isn't there anymore to, to interfere either. So it'd be quite fun to see those two who probably actually quite respect each other, but would be at complete loggerheads as well. So I, that is what I want to see. That's the storyline I'd like to see now that Nick's not on, is going to be on the scene for a while. Absolutely. Gosh, that would be great, actually. Um, listen, let's move on to Denise. Now, I kind of thought Denise was totally kind of fixed in her mind about the fact that she was going to give her baby up for adoption. She really seems to be swithering now, doesn't she? Yeah, I suspected this might happen all right. Yeah, I've got a feeling we're going to be seeing little baby Mitchell stroke Fox more sooner than, than we thought. Uh, yeah, it, obviously she's going through this process now of trying to go. She's had two massive bombshells in the last few weeks, hasn't she? She's had, first of all, with the baby, of course, and um, give the sense give her the baby, which I think is a really, actually a really brave decision because, you know, uh, she obviously clearly has decided at her time of life she cannot be full-time mother and you know she's 47 i mean you know i i I know we talk about the age of you know people being able to do whatever they want at any age but you know being a mother is such a massive job and especially when you're a single parent and obviously her personal situation is that the father of the baby phil just is recovering from a a liver transplant so you know really not the ideal situation so i completely understand why she would want to do it but yeah i can also see why she would be having second thoughts as well but then obviously the other bombshell of course is that she found out that kim actually isn't her real sister so you know there's that to deal with as well and you know and it doesn't seem to have affected the relationship other than bringing them closer together which is good but at the same time these are huge amounts of emotional turmoil to deal with and of course she had to deal with um shaki's friend i can't remember his name the one who was you know causing loads of trouble around the square and she's ended up having to pay him 50 pounds compensation for hitting him so you know i mean it's just it's so unfair isn't it and last night we saw denise on getting on the phone to the wolford gazette and obviously she wanted to do a story about something so i suspect we'll find out a little bit more about that tonight. Oh, I'm looking forward to finding out what it is she wants to talk about. Uh, just lastly, with with EastEnders, Michelle's drippy boyfriend is over from <laughs> Preston. Oh my goodness! You know how old it's is so he? Strange, but twelve, isn't it? It's so it's so weird, isn't it? It's like it's like the Michelle that we all know and used to watch would never get involved in a situation with someone like that, and uh, and this and new Michelle really has, and it's it's so very strange to see. Uh, and, and obviously now, last night, he, he decided to text Michelle to get her to come back to the house. And then Michelle opens the door and there's Preston in bed uh, with Bex. You know, and, and clearly he'd set this up to make uh, to make Michelle jealous. It's also strange. Michelle's approaching 50, for goodness sake. And, and she's getting involved with teenage love dramas. And it's just, yeah, it's all a bit of a mess. Michelle needs to sort herself out very, very soon indeed. And I had actually thought Michelle and Max might get very close at one point, but Max clearly now, after we saw him at the top of the shard, has clearly got other ideas about destroying Walford for goodness. I suspect we're going to find out a little bit more about those plans tonight as well. Oh, good, because uh, Max has been a bit quiet over the last kind of week or so. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know... He's plotting, isn't he? He, is, he isn't half. Um, this <laughs> Michelle Preston thing is grotesque it's just horrible it's unrealistic and you know something maybe it just needs a bit more time but i'm not convinced by the new michelle 
the actress. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you the one thing that is quite interesting, though, is this is the first American character in EastEnders to actually have an American accent for once. Do you not remember when, uh, what was Michelle's daughter called again? Sharon's sister. I remember when Vicky came in and she had, she had American an American accent. accent. And, and, and everyone decided it was so terrible that they wanted her to, she went straight into Cockney and that was that. And then obviously Mark Jr. as well, when Mark Jr. came, raised in Florida <laughs> and not a hint of a Florida <laughs> accent on him at all. Sounds exactly like he's just been brought up, up the road in London somewhere. So, yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. It really is. Anyway, listen, it's been so good to catch up with you this week, David. Honestly, I am so grateful to your internet provider for fixing uh, the problem. So am I, I know. <laughs> obviously, we will chat to you again next week. But in the meantime, you have a fabulous weekend. And thank you so much for joining us here in the Morning Mix. Take care. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.